Hello, and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Joanna Fernandez. Every week, we at Partners for Access bring to you some of the most important news developments in the orphan drug, cell and gene therapy world, and what they mean to you. This week, we will look at the mergers and acquisitions gripping Big Pharma, who will continue their love affair with gene therapy companies, as well as increasing tensions between Vertex and the UK government over their high-cost, high-stakes CF drug, or CAMBI. To tell us more about Big Pharma's latest obsession with gene therapy, here is Aparna. For the second month this year, Big Pharma continued its shopping spree, this time going to acquire companies that specialize in gene therapy. Most notably, two big-ticket acquisitions have taken place. One, Roche acquiring Spark Therapeutics for $4.8 billion, and two, Biogen obtaining Nightstar for $800 million. Let's take the first acquisition. Roche paid a significant premium on Spark's share price at $114.50 each share to bring the biotech company into its fold. Of particular interest was Spark's demonstrated expertise in the gene therapy space with one marketed drug, Luxterna, for rare inherited retinal disease. This drug, priced at $850,000 for a treatment for both eyes, is currently billed as the most expensive drug in the US. Having commercialized a gene therapy drug, Spark's level of expertise in not only cutting-edge vector design, but also its state-of-the-art manufacturing ability, will be areas that Roche will seek to take advantage of as gene therapies gain in acceptance. But it's not only about Luxterna. Spark's pipeline has two advanced drug candidates treating Haemophilia A, which is SPK8011 in Phase 3 and SPK8016 in Phase 1 and 2. Spark was initially looking for a collaborator to commercialize these drugs similar to its Pfizer collaboration for another drug candidate that treats Haemophilia B. Now turning to the Biogen acquisition of Nightstar. Through Nightstar, Biogen gained a strong pipeline of seven investigational therapies for inherited retinal diseases with two advanced candidates, NSRREP1, which is in phase three for choroideremia, and NSRRPGR, which is in a phase two, three expansion study for X-linked retinitis pigmentosa. Both therapies are expected to be ready for launch in the early 2020s. Along with the pipeline, Biogen also inherits an AAV platform which is expected to focus on ophthalmology. While Nightstar does not have much manufacturing capability, that has not deterred Biogen, which has sought to expand its presence in ophthalmology. This is a therapy area that is part of its overall diversification strategy. The trend towards Big Pharma acquiring biotech companies specializing in gene therapies is not entirely new. Last year, Novartis bought Avexis particularly for its spinal muscular atrophy treatment for $8.7 billion. The rationale behind this interest is the pressure from generic competition of long-time blockbuster drugs that will hit revenues for Big Pharma. Roche, for example, is facing generic competition for its cancer drugs Herceptin and Malthera and is expecting another blockbuster 
drug Avastin to go off patent in major market. Also, by acquiring a strong pipeline, Big Pharma are able to future-proof their current blockbusters who could be facing curative drugs such as gene therapies as competition. Currently, there are over 1,000 clinical trials being conducted in new gene and cell therapies. Going by this clinical development interest and its potential to be a cure, large pharmaceutical companies will continue to seek more buyouts in the biotechnology space in the near future. And now for Vertex's struggle with Orkambi. Vertex has been called in front of a UK parliamentary committee this week to explain why they and NHS England have not yet come to an agreement over Vertex's Orkambi, which is being hailed as a groundbreaking cystic fibrosis drug. CF is a rare disease that affects mucus production and causes decline in lung function. This is the latest development in a two-year dispute over Orkambi's price which is currently set at £105,000 per patient per year. Orkambi is the first drug to specifically target the underlying F508-DEL gene mutation that causes cystic fibrosis in approximately 40% of patients. And so this delay in UK approval has caused considerable backlash from CF and rare disease patient groups. NICE originally rejected the drug in mid-2016 on the grounds of non-cost effectiveness. Following this, Vertex and NHS England entered into further negotiations, during which Vertex proposed an innovative financing deal involving their entire CF portfolio, drugs that have already been approved and drugs that are still in development. Talks broke down with Vertex rejecting the arrangement worth £500 million over five years and more than £1 billion over 10 years. This was the highest single contract ever made by the NHS. Given the severity of cystic fibrosis, which has a fatality rate of 50% by the age of 31, many believe that Vertex is holding out for a better price, especially considering the generous pricing agreement made for Vertex's first CF drug, Caladeco, at £40 million per year and totaling £200 million over the five-year deal, which began in 2012. The company also came under criticism for not paying corporation tax over the last five years, despite reported total sales of £5.3 billion in the same period, and instead receiving £7 million in tax credits. Vertex tried to defend itself, saying that the NICE appraisal system is not fully designed to assess cost-effectiveness for rare diseases, where, given the small patient numbers, there is little for the manufacturer to benefit from. They argue that the offer the NHS has made is asking for a 90% discount on current and future Vertex medicines, compared to what the German government is currently paying for Orkambi. Vertex maintains that it is offering a fair price, citing its deals with publicly funded health services in Ireland, Austria and Germany. However, the company has faced price disputes in Australia, Canada and parts of the US. Tensions continue to rise as Vertex now refuses to submit its latest drug, Simcavi, for nice approval. With a call to face the Health and Social Care Select Committee, the hostile environment is likely to remain. And that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in throughout February for our 6B campaign, which included opinions from different stakeholders in the healthcare system. In case you missed the 6B campaign, and for more news and analysis, go to our website, www.partnersforaccess.com. Subscribe to our podcast from iTunes and do share your thoughts in the comments section. Thank you for listening and see you next week.